Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Tea Time with the Blade Crew, where we cut through the BS. Hey, this is the Blade Crew. The B stands for Bax, L for Laura, A for AJ, D for Donald, and E for Elisa. So thank you for joining our podcast. We hope if you have any comments, you're welcome to comment on those. Make sure to hit that like button and that subscribe button if you really enjoy us. And even if you don't, hit it back. So what's going on today, crew? We got a lot of good stuff to go with to talk about today. First thing up, we're going to do, as usual, our politics. Um, and then later on in the show, our co-host Bax will have a couple of very interesting interviews. So let's get started with politics and Laura. What you got today? Okay, so have you guys seen the mayor of Las Vegas talking to Anderson Cooper? Basically, she's saying that she wants to reopen the casinos. And she doesn't really care if, you know, if people get sick because she feels like our country has had viruses for centuries. So what do you guys think about her? And um, she also looked like she was on crack. I'm just going to say that. She was on something. That's for sure. She gave me a headache. I feel like everything is money driven. You feel me? I feel like people like that, that feel like they're, they're going to be safe regardless go somewhere, hide in a bunker, whatever the case may be, but let's go ahead and open up these casinos so, you know, they can get paid and get them crazy paychecks and stuff like that. I feel like everything is money, money. People that only care about the economy, but they don't care about the people. I don't know. They scary people to me. I don't trust them and I don't rap with them at all. Yeah, I found it really strange that she said she wanted to make Las Vegas a control group and then they told her she couldn't do it because it's, it's against ethics. So she's like, oh, they, I wanted to do it, but, you know, they told me not to. Well, yeah, you can't do that to people. <laughs> and the worst part is she wants to be the placebo. So she doesn't even want to be, like, the state that gets the actual vaccine or whatever medicine. She wants to get the placebo, the fake stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so she'll be safe. <laughs> I don't know what's more priceless. The I'm sure you guys saw the interview of uh, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> with her in the background in the other half screen on entertainment tonight he was just like either he was just rubbing his eyes because he was tired or he was just in disbelief but i believe oh, no, he, he was, was <laughs> i know he was in genuine disbelief as most of the people that were watching it they were in genuine disbelief i, mean, I had to watch it twice drunk. yeah she literally was drunk on the broadcast and he was asking her questions and she was answering them being snide about it and not really answering the question and just kept on going on like he would say, are you so you're saying you want to open up casinos? Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm saying, no, you're twisting my question. You're twisting my answers, Anderson. And he was like, no, I'm saying what you exactly said. <laughs> I hated how she said his name, too. She's like, Anderson, Anderson. <laughs> I'm like, he's my crush. He's my TV crush. Like, he's everyone's TV crush. <laughs> he's yours wow, or hers? Crazy. He's mine. I know he's gay, but I still love him. (laughs) The whole thing with her was that I understand that she wants to open Vegas because it is they thrive on their entertainment and everything like that's you think of Vegas. You think of casinos and gambling and having fun and all that. That's what they thrive on. But the fact that she said, oh, I want to open them. And then he said, how do you think they should go about keeping everyone safe like six feet and all that stuff she goes oh well that's their responsibility that's not a mayor's responsibility to think of and i'm like you just want to open it without actually giving them ideas on how to do it safely like that's stupid 
Honestly, I'm more concerned about the bunny ranch, to be totally honest with you. The what? The bunny ranch. The bunny ranch. I'm more concerned about that. Bunny ranch. Oh, yeah. Don't open that up. (laughs) You open that bunny ranch up, you know, it's going to spike up. (laughs) (laughs) It might be uncontrollable if you open that bunny ranch up. Yeah. But I I can understand one part of it because, like, even here in Florida, our economy is tourist and, and service industry driven. But again, no money should be more important than human lives. It's just that simple. Um, you, can, you can say you want to open the economy and, and do all those things all you want to. But if people want to remain safe and they, don't, and they, they still have a, a fear of getting sick and possibly dying from this disease or this virus, no one's going anywhere until they're absolutely safe. We discussed that last week. Like Back said, they can open up anything they want to. But until I'm absolutely certain that I won't catch this virus, I'm not moving. And that's the, that's the um, general attitude people should take. Right. I think people don't think it's as deadly as they thought it was because a lot more people are catching it and recovering. So I feel like that's where her vibe's going. And then also, I don't know if you guys heard, but the governor of Georgia, was it? Yeah. He is trying to reopen the entire state. Like he he's opening um, spas and salons, just things that people shouldn't be going to right away. Bowling alleys. Yeah. Like uh, you put your hands in those bowling balls and you're going to like, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? I heard about that. Aren't they like open today? I believe I Yeah. He opened like as soon as the president said you could start opening. That's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is going to backfire unless they know something we don't know. This is going to backfire crazy. Unless they want it to. You never know, man. They might want it to go down like that. I heard there's a lot of money in this COVID-19 thing when it comes to, like, uh, healthcare providers and different different things. I heard there's a lot of money. When well, it's not going that. to the doctors or anything, because I have friends that are doctors and nurses, yeah, and they're, they're getting pay cuts, so it must be going to pharmaceutical, if that's what you mean. Oh, yeah. Big pharma, of course. Well, my wife is in the medical field. They cut her salary. I mean, she's still got to work a full week, and they cut her salary because they don't have the flow of patients coming in. Yeah, one of my best friends is a nurse, and she's saying that it's not fair. They they cut her salary, and she lost her health insurance because they cut her they cut her hours. Wow. So they're getting the short end of the stick being a nurse. I don't know how they're surviving. But pharmaceutical companies are probably going to get a lot of money, so I'll probably buy their stock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You might as well. Give me a good ticker. I'm going to go ahead and invest right now. Go on Robinhood.com. It's amazing. All right, cool. Well, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci actually said that this virus will be coming back in the fall. Yeah. And he said he 100% guaranteed that. Okay, so if there's a 100% guarantee that this virus is coming back in the fall, why would you be in such a rush to open the economy? Or because the- he, it's, it's obvious, yeah. he wants to re- get reelected. He wants right. the economy booming for his election. But did you watch the president, though? Um, he even said, he goes... Uh, we can't we can't know for sure if it's coming back in the fall. And then a reporter said, Dr. Fauci said, and he goes, uh, fake news, CNN, fake news. I don't want to hear from you. So we couldn't hear the rest of what he said. And Dr. Wow. Fauci used to be their, his best friend, his BFF. And now Not anymore. Hey, I just noticed um, I have the uh, YouTube video up and uh, I have you know the mayor and, and uh, Anderson Cooper. Was he on Fox News at one point? 
No, he was always on CNN. Yeah. I could have sworn he was on Fox News. Okay. Never mind. No, he went, don't insult him like that. He would never be on Fox News. <laughs> Speaking but, of the president, oh, God. Did you guys hear his new suggestion of how to combat COVID with the disinfectant? Yes, that was genius because <laughs> if you do infect bleach, it will kill the virus. I He's mean, yeah. Right that. And, and you. It will kill other things, but you know. Yeah, it's like those medications, those like <laughs> those ads where they say, "Oh, this medication will cure your cold," but then it'll kill you in a thousand other ways. <laughs> it's like that. So, what did you guys think about it? Because I have a lot of um, friends that are Trump supporters, and they believe that what he meant was something different than what he said. They're saying there's something called medical disinfectants, as in you could put something in your body and it will disinfect your body. I don't think that's what he meant because he commented right after that lady talked about non-porous disinfectants. I think he was full of shit, but what do you guys think? I think that if he if he did mean, oh, non-porous, blah, 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 he needs to not say anything and leave that to the people with the medical degree, the medical knowledge. Of course, there are scientists and medical personnel working on things all the time, like crazy things that we think are crazy, they've actually studied and can tell you, yeah, it works or just doesn't work. But they need to say that, not him. And I'm pretty sure his aides did not even know he was going to say that. So they couldn't even like prepare themselves. No, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know his publicists or whoever his aides or whoever exactly what you said they they sh- they should have said hey, well you know, Donald let's let's scale back a little bit but but then again you're dealing with the you know Americans that take things out of proportion and you know I mean remember the Tide Pod co- challenge a few years ago people like you know start doing that and they think oh this is great they've been endorsed by the president but he didn't actually didn't say ingest bleach or Clorox he didn't use didn't use those words but he certainly got pretty darn close to it by disinfectant and what's the first thing you think of when you hear disinfectant it Those is items. disinfectant. Like, yeah. that's what he said. He didn't tell you, oh, go inject bleach or go inject it. But he said, we should test it, like, to the scientists. And they're like, nah. I saw a meme a while work. ago. I don't know who posted the meme, but uh, it was the meme that said, uh, uh, it was like some guy, it was like from a horror movie or some sort, and he was like glowing. And he says, this is what happens when you drink bleach and shove a UV light up my ass. And he was all glowing. Oh. The memes That's are already crazy. out there. Yeah, the memes are already out there. Lysol just, just, just released the their um, PR stuff saying, please don't inject anything that we have because of all of this. Lysol and other companies, they had to release statements saying, please don't inject anything. Huge and I also think he just needs to stop giving medical suggestions. He just, he just needs to focus on trying to get the country back, get the country safe. But just stop giving medical suggestions on his own. I think he need to stay away from that. He need to just mm-hmm. shy away from any type of medical suggestions of what he heard or what he think might be good. But he just need to stay away from that. He just need to focus on America and the people and let the doctors do their job. I agree. He's not a medical professional, um, but he's also very stupid. No offense yes. to any supporters. He's very dumb. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> well, the bottom line is that he'll, he'll literally tell you, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Believe me, I'm not a doctor. But 
I'm very smart, so I know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. There are, there are actual doctors who've been doing this for 40 years sitting to your left and to your right. Let's let them talk. <laughs> let them talk because they'll say the opposite of what he wants them to say. Yeah, he'll cut their airtime. But I do want to bring up this, though. So a lot of Trump supporters were saying that he meant a medical disinfectant, which I really don't think that's the case because he said that he was being sarcastic. So if he was being sarcastic and he really meant like a medical disinfectant, that would be cruel, right? Because we're really trying to find a cure. Yeah. But the only reason why he would say it was sarcasm is because he literally meant it was a disinfectant on a non-porous surface like Lysol or something. So his supporters are kind of doing mental gymnastics. I, I'm losing brain cells talking to them. So I've muted a bunch of them. I can't I can't continue with them. They're trying to make it clean clean up what he said. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't want to admit, listen, I spoke out of term. I did not mean blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. He doesn't want to say that. He would rather. He, he looked, in, in the case, he looks bad, however. If you were being sarcastic, if you said it and you were serious, it doesn't matter. He looks bad either way. Yeah, it does. It does. I think we just dropped Elisa. Uh, we're practicing our social distancing, folks. So we're using our uh, resources that we have as Skype here. And it looks like Elisa dropped out in mid-sentence. I do apologize for that. We'll try to get her back on the line as well. But, uh, yeah, do we have her, still have everybody else besides Donald? I'm still here. Okay, good. Everybody's here. Okay, good. So, uh, Bax. So you said you were telling us the other day that you have a friend that was uh, up in the New York area? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I got a couple people that's up in the New York area. Uh, I got a friend of a family member that's actually in New York City. She's like right in the heart of the corona. Then I have a little cousin who's up in upstate New York who actually was a survivor of corona. So I just want to basically bring them on and talk to them about their experiences. Okay. Yep, I'm working on it right now. Just uh, these guys keep on talking. Okay. That's cool. I'm excited to hear about their experiences, um, especially yeah. in the epicenter where the virus is spreading so quickly. Yeah, really, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first person I want to hear about his trust, the one that survived the coronavirus. Like, how does he feel? You know, uh, was he, you know, did he think that, it would, that he would be one of the people that would test the virus? And- right. That's going to be a real interesting conversation. Whatever questions you have for him, don't don't be shy. Just ask him anything that I don't ask him. Just go ahead and jump right in, man, because inquiring minds definitely want to know, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But it'll be very interesting to hear his perspective. Like, how did he, before he contacted the virus, how did he feel now after he's had the virus and survived it? And what was he going through, you know? All right, let's see. We're going to get uh, Christine on the line here, so let's dial her up. Christine, welcome to our show. Can you hear us? Yeah, hi. How you doing? Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi. How's it going? How you doing? Good. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. The question is, how are you today? Um, I'm doing a little bit better than yesterday, more positive, you know, I'd always be positive in the negative situation, so it's always about clearing the mindset and, and putting positivity in the, in your mind. Definitely, I definitely agree with that. The reason why I wanted you to, wanted to bring you on a podcast, because, uh, you know, I met you a few years ago, you were definitely a close friend of the family, 
and I got family in uh, New York City. Um, but my cousin Mo suggested that, you know what, my cousin sells CMOS, and for you to get some, just to, just to make sure that you and your family are straight and just have some preventatives when you're dealing with this COVID-19. But as I was getting your information, we had a conversation, and it kind of, like, hit me real hard. You was talking about some of the things that you experienced just being around everybody with uh, COVID-19. Now, can you tell us again what part of New York City you're in? Yeah, I'm in the um, I'm in the Chelsea part of Manhattan. Um, it is the, the the really the the heart of what what's going on in Manhattan as far as the COVID being the highest in in New York. So, about yourself, did you manage to stay COVID free? I've been COVID free. My whole entire family's been COVID free uh, free also. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a child with lung disease and um, severe asthma in the home. She has not left the home neither. None of my kids have left the home in a month. Wow. The key factor is keeping yourself indoors and also taking care of yourself. You know, like any measures we, you know, have to clean everything as it comes in, taking off your clothes if you have to go outside and stripping down and washing everything right away. Um I've been doing my best to make sure that, you know, everything is clean. What do you feel like you're doing? And and I'm also limiting myself to go outside once a week, though, too. Okay. Is that what you feel like you're doing different, differently than that a lot of people are not doing? Um, I do feel that way because a lot of people in my, um, you know, you know, you be on Facebook or Instagram and you see people doing like, um, you know, hanging out or whatever. But I mentioned mm-hmm. to you the other day, a lot of people that I know are dying. At least, um, I at least know at least forty to fifty people in the last three weeks that have passed away. Um, basically, coworkers, two housing guys I know from my development, um, people I know from Staten Island. I'm from Staten Island, so with uh, New York is broken down in five boroughs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know if everybody's aware of the Wu Tang Clan. That is where Staten Island is. The map mm-hmm. with some bees, that's what that island, that's where I'm from. And a lot of people out there are not taking, you know, and in general, I'm not taking this serious. You know, um, they, they're doing whatever they want to do and hanging out with friends and doing whatever. And uh, as you see them three weeks ago hanging out outside, and now they're dead. Like, <laughs> and, they're, and I was mentioning also to you, it's predominantly black men. <laughs> That is, this is happening with a few black women too, but it's predominantly mostly black men. That's some have underlying conditions and some don't. That's when you said mostly black men. That kind of like hit me like real heavy, being that I am an African American male, and um, the fact that you know in the beginning a lot of people were African Americans were thinking they couldn't get it. Now they are the ones that are dying the most. It kind of like threw me for a loop. So the fact that you said mostly like African American males that are dying, what do you think is going on with them that are why are why do you think they are the bulk of the people that's dying? Like from what you see and from what you notice. And what I'm seeing is a lot of them. Like I'll give you an example. People are dying, and people are like in New York. I don't know if it's in other areas, but uh, whoever's on the phone, we do candle vigils. Um, they do a candle visual of the day of the death or the next day, and people are getting together, doing candle visuals, and it could be, Sanon is a very small community, so, for instance, um, 
Daryl Hill, who was Capazon, his mother passed away like two weeks ago, and they had a candle visual in Park Hill, the Wu-Tang District. And there was over 300 people in the street with no mask on, with the candle visual. I'm watching it on Facebook Live, and now some of those people have passed after that whole candlelight visual. So it's like you're seeing people not complying. When you look on the news, Cuomo and de Blasio, they have a, they have speaking every day. I don't know if anybody's catch Cuomo. He's a really good governor in my state. He keeps us abreast on everything that's going on every day. We're learning new things. And, you know, when you hear about non-compliance of not being going, you know, not going outside, people are not taking this serious. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people are not listening. They're not cleaning up. They're not putting stuff on their face. They're not taking the proper proportions. And then that leads to me, why is Atlanta now opening it up? Why is Atlanta opening up yes, as of yesterday to allow places to be open? It's not safe. Why is that happening? So, Makes you start to wonder, what, what is this crazy. all about? So, is this population control? What is this? What are we doing? I mean, it is a real disease, but why is it infecting certain people and not others? That's a great question. But you but you really feel like it's a vast majority of people that are dying that are, are not taking it seriously, that are just treating it like a joke and still doing what they want to do and moving how they want to do. Do you feel like that's like one of the main reasons? I think it's somewhat of the reason. I think people are not taking care of themselves either. Wow. It's hitting it's hitting places where people are not taking care of themselves and in, in, in their health. Absolutely. We discussed that last week. Yeah. Christine, I'll just, this is my uh, this is Donald. How are you today? Hello. Hi. Are you do, so? Do you work in the front line? Um, I actually do work for NYPD, but I am teleworking from home. I am not an officer. I'm a um civilian employee. So okay. I. You know, I, you know, I, I do see a lot going on where in the news, they're telling people to stay home, but they're not complying. People are not complying. We have a curfew out here. And it's sad yeah. that people have to go out to enforce this and people are still not complying. Yeah, there, we had a, we had a situation like that down here in Tampa where um, they, you know, they were, we had a stay at home order and um, one of the county commission, one of the county commissioners went out to a park. And there were like two or three hundred people at the park celebrating Easter, and he went to work yeah. Monday morning, and he instituted a curfew, and and that's one of the things that I was saying. Like, I mean, I understand that the, um, we're we're under, you know, we're under um, we don't we don't have all the same things that other people need, and 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 we are this poverty has a lot to do with it, but also being responsible to me has a big big thing to do with it. We're just not responsible. We're just not taking it seriously until it hits home. And then we exactly. want to say it's population control. But if we took the measures that were placed in front of us, we'd be a lot safer. We just have to start taking yeah, it because This is very true because if you look at Cuomo's stats, Spanish people are first because New York is more predominantly Spanish, then black, mm-hmm. then white, then, then Chinese, Asian. Now, the Asian community, they always, regardless of anything, they always wear masks 24-7. It doesn't matter about the COVID. Before there's a COVID, that will tell you. You come to New York, you go to Chinatown, everybody has a mask on. Mm-hmm. That's a right. They wear a mask. Why do they wear a mask? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> you got to wonder about these things. Wow. So I, I do have a question. This is Laura, by the way. 
Um, do you think the people that are dying, the people that you see, are they like elderly people or are they, are they just like regular people? Cause absolutely the way not. I know somebody who just died. No, absolutely not. Someone just died. I know is 28 years old yesterday. Very that's healthy insane. young man. 28 years old. And that's what I was wondering, because a lot of people that I know are just like, oh, only um, old people and people with immunocompromised systems are passing. They're like, it's just like the flu. They would have died anyways. But I'm just like, I I really don't think that's the case. I think anybody could die from this disease. Yeah. And they're saying that people who smoke cigarettes, things that are you doing to your body, that you're not taking precautions with your lungs. This is a respiratory issue. Like this, this disease has to do with the respiratory. So if you're not taking care of your lungs and things in your body, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna cause yourself to get sick. Also, when I was when I first came on, if you remember, I said about negativity. Negative th- thinking brings stress. Stress makes you get ill. Your immune system will go down. There's cortisone in your body and there's toxins in your body if you have stress it causes to be of inflammation to things that, that go on in your body just because of stress that is true so you're saying basically you could be healthy but you could also be a stressed out person which would lower your immune system Correct. and cause you to be sick that's a Correct. good point i believe so mm-hmm. anybody got any more questions for christine yeah, Christine, this is uh, AJ. I'm originally from uh, Long Island myself. I've been down here for about 20 years at this point. Uh, what, what is the, like, it, I've seen videos of, like Times Square and, uh, you know, and how empty the streets are, and you're painting a it different. Is. Oh, it is. Okay. You sound like you're painting no, no, a different no. person. No. In Manhattan? Yeah. It's bare. I'm talking about Staten Island, where I was thinking about Wu-Tang Clan. It's parts of Staten Island and in Brooklyn. In predominantly, and I'm not trying to be like, please don't think I'm being a racist. Predominantly black neighborhoods, they're chilling. If it gets to be 65, they're having a barbecue and everybody coming through. Mm. Over here, everybody is in the house. Everybody is in the house. We are not going outside. It's hard to find toilet paper. It's hard to find, I had to buy Lysol for $12 a can. Okay, you normally would be like five. Yeah, price, mm. prices, inflation is going up. Eggs are like five dollars in New York City for one dozen eggs, which would have been a dollar fifty like a month ago. Things are going up, you know, and we we all have to prepare ourselves for different things. Like you shouldn't be like another thing. You should do research. Nobody should be drinking no milk. Milk causes a lot of mucus in your body. So I changed my my, my, because I drink coffee every morning and. I put milk or creamer in my coffee, and I was just telling I them so that good. I started to... Yeah, it's not good. I looked that up, actually. I changed to almond milk a few months ago, but now I won't even buy no milk. Like, I'm buying almond milk because it, 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 it's, no, it's not milk. Like, the milk products have, mm-hmm. like, mucus, but it's it mucus. It is good, because yeah, we point. shouldn't be drinking cow's milk anyways. It's for cows. Yeah. That's a whole different thing, but I'm just saying. <laughs> That's good. Elisa, yeah. how about you, ma'am? You got anything you want to say? Yeah, I have one question. Hi, this is Elisa. And I know you said that your son has asthma. I, too, also My daughter. Asthma. My daughter, yeah. Your daughter? Mm-hmm. I also have asthma as well. Is it hard to keep your kids inside and have them understand you can't go outside? Mm, well, good question. Good question. My daughter at three years old almost died because she her body rejected that deep mm-hmm. called um this thing called RSD. RSD is a respiratory um infection. Both my two daughters are fourteen months apart. One is fourteen, one is fifteen. 
They were in the hospital for like three weeks. One got better, one didn't. So, I have an asthma and lung disease because the lung disease causes um the, the lung. We have like different threads in the lung. So when inflammation happens or things, it becomes damaged. So now my kids know, and I do have also have an 18-year-old son, my kids know there's certain things that I don't tolerate. And that's one thing is you have to protect your own. You have to protect your sister and your brother. So we're not going to allow nothing in the household to come in here to infect it. So that being said, we had a sit-down conversation. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ruin your summer. I'm not trying to ruin your day. I'm not trying to ruin your life. But right now, social distancing. I had a little resistance from one of my kids. She wanted to have some sleepovers. I said, you can have a virtual sleepover. You can guys can be on video all night. It's fine. You know, it, and it is what it is. You have to just accommodate in a certain way without... Um, without them being like feeling like they're like depressed because as teenagers they have to go through their own hormones and they all go through their own sadness so being at home can make you really sad you have to strengthen your mind and do things for your mind to allow yourself to become open and um so that you won't be depressed you know so with that being said also with the asthma that you know my daughter is a homebody so she, she actually doesn't mind being at home so with her i was blessed that she's like the way she is that's good do you guys go outside like um just to get the sunlight just like go stand outside or go for a quick walk and then come back in no i haven't allowed no my children no they're not allowed outside okay no that's good i don't want them outside i live in a very infested area like the new york Mm -hmm. city if you look at manhattan it's the worst Mm -hmm. my area i live in the meatpacking district it's very very bad right now so it's like it's like really to the point where do you do you um do you allow the person to go out your kids to go outside to the park or but if you might be in fear that they might touch something right why would you want to do that you know like anybody comes down contact there are people still that don't want to wear masks they don't want to comply so why would i allow my children to go outside when people are not complying I say just keep them in. Just keep them in till this blows over. Keep them in. I don't care how long you got to keep them in. Just keep them in the house. And uh, stay safe. Keep doing what you're doing. It seems like you are covered. You got yourself in a bubble in the midst of a storm. And I and I definitely respect that about you. I respect how you're moving. That's why I really wanted to get you on this podcast, Christine. I appreciate you for coming in and just sharing your experience on our podcast. Um, you stay safe. If there's anything that you need from me or anything that I could help you out with, uh, just let me know. And we could definitely uh, help you out there, but we definitely appreciate you for coming on, the, the whole Blade crew. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It was very interesting. And I appreciate, and I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And back, thank you so much again for the stuff that you provided, the information you provided to me, um, how important it is to, you know, incorporate certain, like, natural ingredients into your life, like you've been telling me. And I, I really am open to that, and I thank you for that, too. Definitely. You family, so I'm definitely gonna do whatever I can. Thank you. You be safe out you. you be safe out there in New York City, all right? You guys will all be Thanks. safe too. Thank you so much for your yeah. time. All right. And um, so many blessings and stay healthy and, and, and happy, okay? Just remember, Thank turn you. the negative into a positive. You gotta always change lemons into lemonade. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Christine, thank you Thanks. for coming on. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Wow, guys, that's uh, that was crazy. I mean, that's in the heart of what Manhattan. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. I was gonna say, 
it's it's hard for her because I take my kids out, you know, because they need to get a little bit of sunlight. But she's in that place where it's like so bad. It, it must be so hard for her kids, like they're teenagers. Like that's. I understand her. Like I said, I have asthma and I have right. bad lungs. So I haven't been outside, like the farthest I go is in my backyard. And that's because I know it's safe back there. Right. I haven't been outside in forever and I don't want to. There's a killer outside, yo. That's what I tell my kids. There's a killer outside that you can't see. And that's they're, why I break it down to my kids. They're saying the projection of the, um, the spit or whatever from your mouth, they don't really know how far it goes like that one scientist. So they call it a half-life. But they're saying it doesn't go that far. So that's why you can go outside and you can walk six feet apart from people and you probably won't get it. But I do understand her. I mean, she's in that area where, like, everyone's dying around her. Like, I wouldn't go outside. Yeah, it's some true. Resident Evil stuff going on. So, yeah. so uh, we also, um, back to you, had a, another a friend of yours. Or is it a family oh, member? This is actually not a friend. This is my little cousin. I watched him grow up. I watched him in diapers. Um, we're going to go upstate. So we just was downstate New York City. We're going to go upstate New York, right. Syracuse, New York. Let's get him we're on the line. Let's get him on the yeah. line. Hold on. Okay. Hello, Tamaris. Are you on the line? Tamaris. What's going on, cuz? Little cuz, how are you, man? I'm so excited to be able to talk to you and be able to hear from you, cuz. You know, we was worried about you, cuz. Like, I was worried about you, you know, but I knew that you was going to be okay. You feel me? You young and you strong and you <laughs> vibrant, cuz. That, that's so, a fact, you know. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad to be here, man. Like, it was a long road, cuz. But I tell you, man, like, I ain't even, I'm be real, I ain't even think I had it, man. But, like, something told me, like, yo, go get tested, man. And I went and got tested, and they let me know, like, probably, like, four or five days later that I tested positive. Okay. Wow. So you yeah. tested positive for the COVID-19, cuz. So tell me a little bit about that test. What was that test about? Explain that a little bit. Like, when I took, like, the, first of all, when I took that test, man, like, they had something that was like a little, like, Q-tip in my nose and everything, like, and they, they, they did that. And then when I had found out that I had got tested, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, though. Like, I was still, I was, like, stuck a little bit, cuz. I knew what it was doing to people. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Once, I, once, I, once they told me that and everything, like, I knew right then and then, like, yo, take this serious. Like, you got to take action now. The only thing I could really do at that point is get rest. I couldn't, I couldn't be around nobody. They told me. They told me over the phone I couldn't be around nobody. I couldn't be around my family or nobody. So at that point, I had to chill and relax. So, cuz, let me ask you this question. How was it being quarantined in a house and you in the house with, what, three other people, your mom, your dad, and your little sister? And what what measures did you use to keep them safe and make sure that they didn't uh, contract the COVID? Like, what did you have to do? Like, the main thing I told you, like, I had to do, cuz, was just get rest, man. You know what I'm saying? Get a lot of rest. That's the only thing I could do. I couldn't move. Like, my body wasn't letting me move. Now, listen, every time I stand, I feel big. You know what I'm saying? So, the major thing, like, is just getting a lot of rest. That's what's funny. But it felt like being in the house, man, like, it felt like I was in jail, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't really talk to nobody, you know what I'm saying? It was so, crazy. So, let me ask you this. How was, like, 
Aunt Mamie, which is his mom, we call her Aunt Mamie. How was she like feeding you and get? How were you getting your food and getting the things that you needed to be strong without them getting like the COVID nineteen? What did they do? Did they come in the room with the mask on? Like how did they? How did they? How did they deal with you? Nah, the thing was she couldn't even come in the room. Like she had to sit outside my door. Like okay. I'm saying, she couldn't make no, she couldn't make no contact with. But the thing is, even when I tried to eat some food, I couldn't. Because what the COVID do is it limits your appetite. You know what I'm saying? So you can't eat nothing. That's why even now, like, I see my butt, I lost a lot of weight because I couldn't, I couldn't really eat during that time. Not even now, but before when I had it, I couldn't really eat and it limits your appetite, man. You couldn't do none of that. Wow. Yeah, crazy. How old are you? Yes, 24. Wow. And uh, how you feeling now? How you feeling right now? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good right now, you know, it's just amazing things right now, to be honest, to get my energy back, you know, but I'm feeling good, though, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to walk right, I'm not getting busy, so I'm good. What was your time frame on that? How long ago was this when you were actually, what actually, what started everything? You were just getting body aches, sort of like a flu type symptoms, or what What was you? Yeah, okay, so the symptoms that I was getting, well, first started with like a uh, fever, that's how it started. You know, normal temperatures like 98. I had a fever like 102, 103. So um, I had went to the doctor. They told me that. And then I started coughing a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I had got tested. A day later, a day or two later, and that's when they told me I had tested positive for COVID. So my name is Laura. Um, hi. I just, I have a question. So when did it start to get bad for you? I know you said you got a fever, then you were coughing. Was it like mm-hmm. when you, um, did you ever feel like you couldn't breathe and that's why you lost your appetite? Like, when did it get, like, really bad for you? Like, it started really getting bad for me. Like, after I got touched, like, it started, really, the symptoms really started, everything else started coming along. Like, me getting dizzy, me not being able to eat, and all that. So everything started, like, trickling down after that. And, um, like, I, like, like I said, like, even me, like, getting up, the main thing for me when I try to get up, even like walking up the stairs, and I'll get this. Like, so I really couldn't do a lot of movement. A lot of movement for me was limited. It was just a lot of laying down. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. That's insane. Anybody got any more questions for for Lil Cuz? No, I just. Okay, I I have a small question. So, yeah, are you completely um? Are you completely over it? Like, did they? Did you go to the doctor and get checked up, or do you just feel better and you and you think you're over it? Well, the, the thing is, I actually, I actually feel better, and um, that's that's the thing. I actually feel better. Now they said, no, nah, I did some research too. They said, um, even like ten days after you get cleared. So I got cleared. I got cleared about I want to say like four or five days ago. But they said even after getting cleared, um, it could linger around like uh. 10 days after. Oh, okay. um, so are you still yeah, like, so, staying away from your family then? Like staying in your room? No, I'm not I'm not staying I'm not staying with my family because like I said, I feel better and I don't I'm not experiencing any after effects of COVID. Okay. Like I'm able to, you know, able to move a lot. I'm able to, you know, I don't have a headache. I'm not getting dizzy or none of that anymore. I'm glad you survived. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Hey man, this is Donald. How you doing today? My name is Donald. How are you today? I'm good. Good man. Listen, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. First, um, how has how has this 
your perceptive your perception of the disease changed since you got it? Like, how did you feel before you got COVID versus how you feel now after you contracted it and recovered from it? I'm gonna say now I um or before I had it like I had a lot of I had a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of energy before I had it, and then now um, I'm just like gaining my energy back. You know, even when I was at work. Like yesterday, man, I was doing some work and I was and I got tired kind of quick and I had to sit down. You know what I'm saying? And it's sort of like I said, you know, the biggest thing right now to me is just gaining, you know, gaining that energy back. As before, when I didn't have it, I had a lot of energy. Right. I was able to do a lot of things. Well, did you think that? Energy. Did you think that you would be one of the people that would contract the COVID-19 virus? Did you? Did you? Were you taking the precautions that were that were out that were outlined before you got the virus? Were you, you know, using, using social distancing and things like that? Yeah, so, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't, like, I didn't really take it serious, honestly. And I really wasn't practicing a lot of the precautions. I was still going around a lot of people. I was still going around a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was doing that. And I, and I was one of the ones, I was one of the ones like, nah, I ain't going to do it. Because, you know, my, you know, I'm young. I'm like, my music is good. I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? It affects yeah, a lot of older people. Hey, I ain't gonna get it. Like, but then after getting it, it kind of opened my eyes. Up, like, dang, like this is real. Like, anybody can pick this up. That's so, so your, 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 your attitude about the your attitude about the virus certainly changed after you contracted the virus. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, good. that's good, man. So now you you're you're a living testimony, man, and and I'm so thankful that you you're able to recover and you're getting your strength back, yeah. and and you're here to tell us, um, you know firsthand that this thing is real. So I appreciate you, you know, coming on. I appreciate Baxter and his cousin and, and you know, we we've been looking out for you, saying our prayers for you, bro. And I appreciate you coming on and talking to us about it. Definitely man, I appreciate y'all for having me. You know, you know, I'm able to share my story with, with people to let them know that, hey, you know, this is what we have to do in order to uh, survive and be able to live um, the rest of your life, man. Definitely. All right, Tamaris, I do appreciate it. Thank you. I really do. And, man, and you take it easy. And uh, when do you go for, for your follow-up for your first or second uh, follow-up test? You go pretty soon or you already done it? Um, Honestly, I don't – honestly, I got cleared. I don't I don't go back to anything. They haven't – the doctors haven't told me to come back to anything. As of right now, I'm cleared to, you know, go any place I want, do anything I want. But, Good. again, like, also, I'm taking a lot of precautions about where I go. You know what I mean? Because I'm still, I'm still like fresh off recovery. Yeah, right. I don't want to put myself in that situation. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, definitely thanks for coming on, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. All right, thank you. Okay. All right, I'll see you later. Wow, that's uh, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Somebody with a firsthand uh, knowledge and experience. That's uh, scary yeah. stuff, you know. And, and you know what uh, fascinates me is, you know, he was just like every other young fellow, like, oh, I'm invincible, and I, you know, I won't get it. And man, how it changes your perspective on, on once you do get it. And I certainly hope that you know his friends also caught on to it. Like, man, a buddy of mine here has it. I better be careful myself too. Right. Well, that that was one of the most important things that I wanted to get out. How your perception of the virus, like people's perception of the virus is so different until they get it. You know, um, we, we've had two very different um, perspectives of this. Like we had somebody who's seeing, she's telling us how she's seeing people acting a certain way. And then we had a guy on here who was actually acting that way. 
saying like, listen, man, I ain't gonna get the virus. I was hanging out with everybody. I was doing this. I was doing that, and then I got the virus. Mm-hmm. And then you had the, you know, you had the young lady Christine on saying people are just being ignorant. They're out there partying. They're having barbecues. And see, what I, if you if you've never been to New York, like well, I guess most people here are from New York. When in New York, it's not like out here in Florida where there's open spaces and you're outside. And mm-hmm. in New York, they're having a barbecue like it's inside of an apartment that's like 900 square feet. Yeah, so, pretty much. Everybody's jammed in there, and the music is playing, and or, or they're outside in the park, and even the park is small. So it's like a block party where it's like thousands of people in a confined space. Like when mm-hmm. I was young, I lived in a, I lived in a project where there were 300,000 people, you know, and um. This is like in a three-block radius. There were three hundred thousand people in that in that project, and these are just adults. They're not even counting the kids. Right, so absolutely. You can imagine the congestion and all the people in a confined space, you know, just the barbecue. So it's just that's why New York is the epicenter. So many yeah. people in such a confined space, and it's just easy to contract it. And you're touching so many things: mass transit, um, the bodegas and the stores you're going to. Where, you know, it's just so much going on, and so many people in such a small place. And, you know, it's just, I'm just thankful that the young man, um, you know, was able to recover from that disease, that, that, that virus, and, and his, you know, his experience. And, and let this be a good lesson for all of us, you know, that we have to take this thing seriously. Absolutely. I, I like, it's interesting, though, um, some of the stuff that he said. So after he recovered, he said he was clear. But I did wonder, like, how... Once you recover, don't you get the antibodies and couldn't you then infect other people? I was just wondering about that. I don't know if he would know, but I I know my brother had it and they told him to stay quarantined even after he felt better just because he has the potential to reinfect other people. So yeah, that I don't know. Is, that I'm not 100% sure of. That, that I, yeah. Don't know. I mean, I hear so many conflicting things. I hear people saying, yeah, once you have it, you got the antibodies and they're going to use your, uh, they, you know, hopefully you could donate your blood. And so, you know. Right. Yeah, and all some that celebrities crazy. are actually doing yeah, that. that. Some people are. They're yeah. taking the antibodies and trying to develop a vaccine for it. Yeah. Well, the yeah. antibodies are, are the virus. It's a milder right. form of the virus right. that's being injected to you. So, yeah. But you can still infect other people, right? Like, okay. I'm assuming. I'm guessing so. I mean, geez. So, it's such a new virus. We don't know too much about it versus the flu yeah. or anything else. But, man. Yeah. So, Bax, I do. Like my I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we just play one on this podcast, right? Can I just say that I died laughing at to mute my microphone when your friend said that the Chinese people wore the masks already? <laughs> it's like, if you go to Chinatown, they already have those well, masks Well, it's true. It's true. It's true, though. It is true. Maybe they know yeah. something we don't. I don't know. God. No, it's their culture. Yeah, it's their culture. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks, thanks, Max, for sharing those stories with those folks that you brought on the show. I really do appreciate it. What are you no, guys? Are you not. guys uh, getting the itch for sports? Definitely. Oh yes. man, ah, the virtual I draft. I miss my baseball. <laughs> you got your baseball. I miss my hockey, and we got this virtual what uh, football uh, 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 draft and. Tom Brady yeah. coming to Tampa Bay, all right. And then his uh, buddy, uh, who's his buddy that's coming over? Gronk. Rob Gronkowski. Yes, him. Yes. Did you guys hear? <laughs> Brady is really making an impact at Tampa Bay. He went to a local park here in uh, Tampa to go work out. Man, you're trying to like, yeah, you're trying to make a, a, a statement for yourself, and that's certainly one way you could be doing it. Go into a park and get uh, kicked out and say, hey, you're not belong here. Get out of here. 
Wait, who did that? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, like he went I, into I someone's house or something. Yeah, he, he like went into the wrong area. He was trying to go work, work out, work and he out. went into like I don't know if it was someone's house. Or yeah, something. he went somewhere. Well, and also yeah, he was he on the way home and went to the too. wrong. That he went to the wrong house. Yeah. He went to that the wrong. That was a different thing. Yeah. He, went, he was trying to meet up with some somebody on his team or some coordinator, and they had the exact same house. So he just barges in, and then. <laughs> He didn't even knock because it's his friend. So he barges in and puts his bags down. And then he said, oh, my God, am I in the wrong house? And then he runs out. He runs. <laughs> He's not having a good day. Oh, poor Tom. Be careful. This is a gun state. Someone get him a GPS. <laughs> well, the dude that went on um, on the interview was he said he was happy that Tom Brady broke into his house. I mean, it's Tom Brady, obviously. <laughs> Anyone's going like, to be happy if a freaking athlete like that breaks into your house. You're right. going to be like, yeah, sure, come in. He was trying to get an autograph, and he said Tom Brady ran out, so <laughs> it's bad for him. I'm sure things when things calm down, he'll go get the autograph he wanted. <laughs> I think the books need to give him, like, a GPS or a map or something. Donald, yeah, he's new. it's not his fault. He's new to Tampa. <laughs> Donald, what were you saying? He went to the park to work out and the mayor saw him and she was like, I'm sorry. Um, I know you're Tom Brady, but you know the park is closed, right? <laughs> what did he say? He should have been like, no, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know about you, but there's a park right here by my house. They have like this crime scene tape up saying do not enter. So uh, maybe yeah. maybe that okay. park didn't have it. I don't know. I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but he better turn the bucks around this year. But uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But now they're saying that it's safer to be outside because sunlight and UVA rays kill like within like five minutes or five seconds kill the virus on, on services. So they're saying parks are safe now. Yeah, I'm just like, disclaimer, but that's what the scientists said. We're going to find disclaimer. out on Friday. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. They're supposed to open up Florida, not open up Florida, but uh, they're mm-hmm. aiming for like the end of next week. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see if they're, if our governor. May 1st yeah. is what he said. So that's Friday. Yeah, this coming yep. Friday. Everybody, don't go to the hair salons because I don't want to go there and see everybody there. Like, I'm going. They're going to be booked. Like, I just, I've already, like, put that in my mind. It's going to be booked for, like, months. Oh, I know. That sucks because I really want to get my hair cut. Yes, me too. Laura, you still not going. I'm going to let y'all test it out. Well, I'm going to bring Lysol like the president told me to. Yeah. And disinfectant and bring your little Lysol martini. Exactly. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh, what's, uh, you know, remember um, last week I was talking, or two weeks ago or whatever it was, my kids were uh, talking about uh, the uh, poop on on the Amazon Alexa. Oh, the farting. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. farting. So. I have a little bit of a follow-up story, not really pending with Alexa. Yeah, I know, I know. So a friend of mine is moving out, and he gave us a a few stuff that he no longer needs, otherwise he was going to throw it away. So my kids got the poop emoji pool floats. They actually make this. It looks like the poop emoji. Yeah, I love those. And my kids are like, remember that song back in the 90s, uh, the 69 boys, uh, uh, Tootsie Roll. That's too old for me. Okay, remember here. Yeah. Yeah, you remember this song from 1994? It's a lousy, lousy audio quality. So they they played the song on the Alexa, and then you know the part when they go uh, a whoop coming on. 
a whoop coming on. Well, every time the song came on, they decided to sit there, a poop coming on, and they just jump into the pool. I mean, and they find this stuff hilarious. I mean, I just sitting there scratching my head. Like, I just trying to find a cool. Listen, they got to find ways to entertain themselves. <laughs> they sure do. They sure do. And what's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. They found a song from 1994, what, about 15, 20 years before they were born, you know? They went retro. <laughs> Oh, man. Listen, kids are so much fun because they come up with the craziest <laughs> games, and it's so funny to hear them say their little rules. And I think it's <laughs> the funniest thing. They I, I the love their conversations stuff. too. I oh, hear I my kids having serious conversations about like Freddy Krueger and Jason and how they started, and I'm just like, why is this even a debate? And they're like, no, <laughs> this is the backstory. But we used to do the same thing as a kid, though. I remember. Yeah. I remember don't you remember doing? <laughs> Who remember Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody yes. Mary? Yes. I know, I know the backstory. <laughs> I did it, though, and it never worked. <laughs> it never worked. Hold on, let me open the right. door. I'm in a dark room right now. Let <laughs> me open the door. I'm just scared. What is the backstory right, on I'm it? I'm still scared of that. I'm still scared of Bloody Mary. <laughs> what is the backstory on it? Oh, yeah, it's, named, it's named after the Queen Mary, um, Queen Elizabeth's older sister she was the first she was the first queen before elizabeth but she started killing people that were not catholic killed all the protestants so they named her bloody mary and anyone that she thought could they didn't even have to be protestant if they looked like they were she would kill them she killed a lot of people so that's the backstory wow yeah that was crazy i don't know why i thought that was interesting but yeah <laughs> laura how how is your e-learnings going on with your kids um, it's not so bad. They cut the, um, they cut the workload down. Cause I think now they understand that not every situation, everyone's situation is equal. Yeah. Um, it's very hard for me to get one of my children to do their work. And one teacher, I hate to say this about teachers, but one teacher in particular still doesn't get it. And she just like gives so much work, incredible amounts of work. And then she just constantly messages me and she's like, um, did you get this done? And I'm like, we're working on it. I have two other children. So it's a little bit stressful. How is it with you? It's it's going. I mean, it's uh, keeping with the Zoom meetings because we're doing the Zoom meetings on a, uh, I have a funny story to tell you about that reminds me, but I, the Zoom meetings. So they do, my daughter and my son, he's got three teachers and my daughter's got the one teacher and uh, they have four different Zoom meetings. And they're doing oh, yeah. these Zoom meetings, and, you know, it's funny, just this day and age, how everything is just, you know, just natural. So my, was it my daughter? Yeah, it was my daughter, my younger one, was on her Zoom meeting, and next thing you know, I hear one of the kids rustling in the background. Apparently, he didn't mute his microphone, and he's sitting there, and he, go, he must have gone to the bathroom because you heard water. You know, water into the toilet. You know, you might as well just throw Cheerios into the toilet. And then it, it, it's it, then you hear the toilet flushing. <laughs> you, yeah, it's like, man, no, everybody just, it's like common that people bring their iPads or iPhones or whatever devices into the bathroom and thinking it's not a big deal. And, and it's funny how, you know, people are just so used to having these live microphones, you know, such as Alexa and, uh, you know, and phones and podcasts, whatever, you know, whatever with an open mm -hmm. microphone. And everybody's just sitting there. They, you know, I heard somebody yelling at, at their other child to do their schoolwork. It's like, man, I'm waiting for a fight to break out in the background. But, you know, it, it's just it's just kind of weird what day and age we're in now that people are just like, 
very cautious and be careful what's in the background. There's none of that anymore, but I make sure I do that with my kids. Did you did you get did your kids get their report card yesterday? Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. I haven't seen mine because my kids are at their dad's, so I'm waiting. Uh, yeah. It's it's a link. I can forward you the link, and uh, <laughs> and you just put your kid's lunch number and their password if you know it. It's the same thing oh, they yeah, use yeah. for their Epsi, and uh, it brings it up right there. So it's really easy. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, my son's got there yesterday. My 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 nine year old all A's and B's. My eleven year old got all A's and B's, and he got one C. I had to talk to him about that C because you know like <laughs> we A's and B's, like we A's and B's over here, but. He did. They uh, they both did good. You know, I didn't come down on them. This is C. I just I'm just anxious to see that last report card when they started uh, working from home. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I I feel like they should just give the kids a pass on this last one because it, yeah, it was really. hard for us, the parents. Yeah. I think they will. I think they will. A friend of mine is a teacher, and that's what they were instructed. You know, it's as long as they make an attempt. You know, they just get the satisfactory or whatever. You know, if they did anything better then they'll get extra credit for it. But I'm sure that's what's going to all come down. Did you see the statistics of the people logging in? Like Hillsborough mm-hmm. County here in Tampa, Florida, is like 99% participation, which is pretty good. And then I think, and I, think I saw with um, Sarasota County, only 10 people, which I find that amazing, 10 kids did not even bother logging into the, uh, the uh, online learning classes. So I think the participation is going well, but... These online learning, online some, learning things suck. Some parents suck. are working, though, and yeah. if their kids are young, they can't log in. Exactly. But my kids don't I, – I haven't been putting my kids on Zoom, which is the classroom thing, just because I don't really have time and I'm working with all of them, but I get all of their work done because the teachers download their work. It's That's just awesome. Zoom. They're just going to have to deal with it. They're not going to be on Zoom. Yeah, mostly my son's Zoom is mostly like, hey, guys, what's going on? Just seeing each other, and I think that's about it. And there's a little – one teacher does the, just like, hey, what's going on, mostly. So it's nothing nothing crazy, but the other two teachers are all lessened. I do want to go back to that Zoom because you talked about the kid going to the bathroom and listening. <laughs> well, I saw a hilarious video. This guy, he was working from home, and they were having a Zoom meeting, him and a couple coworkers. And apparently, he forgot to log off after the meeting, and he got up to, you know, stretch. Apparently, he was in his underwear. <laughs> so, his coworkers are seeing him, like, doing his little stretches, stretching out his back in his underwear. And they were black and red, like, patterned boxers and they're all like oh my god they're all trying to get his attention dying of laughter and one girl had to call him on his phone and she's like we see you we are all looking at you in your underwear and he runs from oh, man. From a computer that's like, a, he runs he might as well his job that's it's over oh my god i was like so that boy that peed on the Zoom, he needs to feel better because at least he didn't show his underwear. Oh, That's not right. even bad. My my friends, um, her daughter is like 16 and she was on Zoom. And my friend like was in the background and she, she walked around in her bra and underwear because she needed to get clothes. And she didn't realize she was in the background of her daughter's Zoom. So she's just walking in as normal. And then the teacher goes, oh, my. And then my friend's like, my friend has no shame. She's not embarrassed. She's just like, oh, I'm sorry. But her daughter, I feel so bad. Her daughter is like, mom. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a million stories out there that people could share. But <laughs> but that's just two in my house and one in yours. <laughs> Jeez. 
Wow. I don't have Zoom. I don't have kids to worry about that. So thank you. But I do have a um, I do have a friend of mine who's a teacher, and he was talking about the Zoom, and he said that some of the stuff that he's been seeing and 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 hearing on the Zoom cast, he said he doesn't even allow his kids to do Zoom. You know, because they they are some of those kids where they're doing Zoom, they're using Zoom as their personal Instagrams, and and they're saying things in the background that are just totally not for school. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, I have to use Zoom for my meetings for work and I always make sure that my back is up against the wall or as you guys can see my desk like somewhere natural, neutral, so that nothing embarrassing happens. Yeah. Right. Gotta watch that background especially. I stick, oh. I stick my son in the corner of the uh, the kitchen, like that faces like the back wall. Even though you know, I'm sure he's like changing over to like Minecraft or you know Roboblox or right? he'll cor- he'll correct yep. me. It's Roblox, Daddy. I call it Roboblox because it sounds better. But oh, don't say that. He's gonna get pissed. My my kids play Roblox like crazy. Oh uh, my my son will be with your kids. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but, that's- but on another note. Listen, I don't. Bex, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, but I know you put it on our feed, so I'm going to bring it up anyway. Yeah, do it. Go, do it. Not, and there was a um, COVID rap challenge, and all boy back hey. to the top five. In fact, at yeah. one was the standard bearer. They said, "Look, he's setting this. He sets the bar. You got to do Oh yeah, good job. Yes, yeah, thanks, man. I told y'all last week, but Vax had those Vax was spitting fire. I don't know if you guys heard it. I wish I had. Oh yeah, of course. I had the link to, to hear it again, but it was nice. Vax, I got to give you your props on that, boy. You spitting that fire, buddy. I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'm to working. give him even more props, the music you hear in the big in the that's beginning right. that is courtesy of him. That's our man, Vax. That's his music. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, our little intro music. That's that's my music. But Donald, you. You're a producer. I used to see you in there at, at the job with the uh, mixer and everything. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely got to link up, bro. We could drop oh, some. Oh, yeah, loud. definitely. I'm actually yeah, working on a real that. project, man. I just I'm yeah. about to, I just changed my Instagram name. In a little bit, I'm about to go black. Like, you're not about to see me on social media because when I went to California, I got I dropped a whole EP. So I got a oh, yeah. surprise coming for people, man. Like, uh, I, got a, I, I did it in the real studio. Uh, a lot of famous artists came through the studio that, I, that, I, that got my that I recorded in, like Mariah Carey, Boosie, uh, my producer, his name is, is, is Breeze World. If you look, check his IG, IG you'll scroll to his IG. He hangs with all the famous celebrities. He's friends with Steve Jobs' wife, so I got a real, it's, I've been secret about it, but it's a project since you brought up the music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna speak on it. Yeah, my project coming is called Fair Heights. So stay tuned. Yeah. Remember the little people you know, all right, remember us. <laughs> no, we the Blade crew. We, yeah. We're not going nowhere. Okay. We, did this. we did this right. When you put out the call for the podcast, I was thinking about, you know what, this podcast, we could blow this up. We could tie it into what I'm trying to do. And, you know, like, this is this is us. I'm, I'm, yeah. this, I don't, I'm a tourist. We loyal. That's one thing about us. We might uh-huh. be controlling, but we loyal. <laughs> I'm a Gemini and... I really don't know anything about my sign. I was just going to say, I'm a Virgo, and I don't know what that means. I think Gemini's are cool, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. But yeah, on that studio thing, Bax, I'm I'm working, I'm trying to get a, I'm looking for a a MIDI through box, and when I get it, I'm trying to convert my studio to MIDI because it was actually analog, I was recording live. And I, I didn't like some of that feel, so I, I want to get MIDI so I can so it sounds more technically consistent. 
But in the meantime, I'm on that garage band, boy, and oh my goodness. I love it. <laughs> All right, let me know, bro. We're going to have to get up. Yeah, we're going to definitely have to get hook up, though. But, yeah, I just want to be one of those Instagram lives doing the concerts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I love the celebrity. So is anybody looking forward to May 1st and and going out to the beach and going to... I am not going to no beach. (laughs) I want to, but I think it's going to be crowded. I want to go when there's, like, no one there. Yeah, 9 o'clock at night, probably. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm not a beach person even like before all this corona crap. So I'm definitely not going after. <laughs> Has anyone's like life changed significantly? Because oh, sure some people are just homebodies. They just, it doesn't change much. I mean, I do yeah. miss going out to like restaurants and stuff. Me too. But for the most part, I, I like it. Yeah, my shirt so says brunch and mimosas. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> That's I love those. All right, who's here? Who's here? Speaking of going out, who's here single? I can't. Com- uh, it's complicated. Okay, it's complicated. Okay, Bax, are you single? No, I'm not single. Okay. My girlfriend in the other room right now. Okay, okay, <laughs> Laura. No, I'm not. I'm not. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I saw this. It was like, uh, I want, it was on Fox News or something like that. There's actually a website out there called zoomdating.com. And we're not, we're not being supported by them, but uh, just uh, during my search. So basically, it says here go on a Zoom date with someone your age at Zoom dating. So, Lars, listen up. If you're busy, <laughs> if you're busy or just don't want to be pursued into a blind date or commit into something serious, but we need to meet people that are similar to you, sign up for Zoom dating. Zoom dating is a dating site for singles who want to meet new people in a safe, low pressure, that, that's good, low pressure, environment where they can meet a lot of new people in their age group in a short amount of time. Sort of like speed dating. It's cheap, simple, and effective alternative speed to dating since it will net it will net you dates with people in a small amount of time that you could do online. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, you don't have to head out to a location far away or sift through a large amount of dates in one evening. So it just goes on talking about Zoom dating. Laura, would you do that? I would do it because I'm a social person and I think it's fun, but I wouldn't take it seriously because I don't. I feel like you could do the same thing on Facebook or any other social media. Yeah. You can meet a large amount of people for free and you don't have to pay for it at all. And then Facebook offers Facebook dating, which is a bit like the same thing. But Zoom, I, I guess it would be fun. I'll try it. Hey, try it, it says here, no pressure. So, you know, if you don't no like pressure. the guy or, or in your case, the guy, you know, at least you can say, oops, I lost my internet. Sorry, call disconnected. <laughs> I don't feel pressure anyways, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I could give that as her excuse. But yeah, that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's going to create a lot of players. I feel like people are going to be there. <laughs> their inbox is gonna be you cold. are so right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so, wait, did anyone sign up for Facebook dating? No, I saw it, but I did not sign up. I accidentally did because I was trying to see what it was and it makes you create a profile. Yeah. But then I like, I backed out of it because some weird people were on there. I'm sure you started telling some stories last week. (laughs) Wait, what were you saying? (laughs) What did you say about 
You're talking about I attract weird people? No, no. I said you you could have stories of uh, all these weird people you started talking about it last time. Yeah, I do show. have a lot of those. <laughs> so maybe you do just attract the weird maybe, people. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> just something, your, your energy. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, speaking about dating, is anyone a fan of The Bachelor? Nobody? No. I, I used to watch it. Back in the day. All right. Well, I I don't watch it religiously, but I've seen it. <laughs> Apparently, ABC is taking advantage of the quarantine, and they're doing a bachelor. Well, they're thinking about doing a bachelor's in quarantine. <laughs> I saw a promo <laughs> on it. No. That is just so strange. I feel like it's just going to be a bunch of Zoom dates because <laughs> nobody can really go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How, how do you, uh, you know, make it all spicy and all that stuff? You know, hey, we went to the back room. You're going to pick me and I'm going to sleep with you, you know? <laughs> they can do, like, video sexting or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't know if they can do that on the air. <laughs> right? I don't know how it would be interesting. And this I mean, is ABC. It has to be family. Right? There we well, go. On the subject of video sexting, isn't he <laughs> talking about how to protect yourself during the virus? Bob, that's a big. <laughs> oh, that thing that AJ shared. Yes, yeah. yes. Self love. Self love is the self-love. best. Self love. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they they said that the the um the PSAs for that were pretty graphic. That during the COVID virus, you know, to protect yourself from <laughs> getting the virus, and you're still trying to, you know. Yeah. Ooh, AJ, you shared that one. <laughs> okay, so this is from the New York Post. New York City Health Department gets graphic in coronavirus sex memo. <laughs> so basically, I'll just read part of the article here. It's not always better to love the one you're self-isolating with. Department of Health issued guidance. They actually issued guidance Saturday. This was from a few weeks ago. On ways to uh, stay COVID-19 free when the birds and the bees beck and call. First foremost, self-love is the best and least dangerous kind of love. If you're safe, <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're, this is, this is, this is from the Department of, uh, of, of uh, Health. Uh, if you're the safe, uh, you're the safest sex partners, the document reads, masturbation will not spread COVID-19, <laughs> especially if you wash your hands and your sex toys oh with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. I mean, I That's hope crazy. people are doing that. Yeah, really. Why would you be using dirty? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but the agency did not entirely throw the cold water on the idea of cold water, oh God, of bumping <laughs> another virus-free human. Uh, so basically, they're telling you to self-love. I mean... <laughs> did you hear that? Now is the time. For... The, the beginning of my verse, I said, global pandemic. Yeah. Got me stressed out. Borderline schizophrenic. Stuck up in this house, scared to touch my girl, but I gotta get it out. So yeah, yeah, you said that. No kissing in the mouth. <laughs> no, I'll hit it from the back, but no kissing in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the article's saying you can still sleep with the person you're quarantined with. Just don't go out having orgies. They're saying yeah. don't go have orgies, is what they're saying. Well, Tampa Bay is known for their uh, orgies uh, sex uh, capital. In Nebraska, that's right? It's just like an awkward <laughs> article. It just was awkward. It gave me like weird parent vibes that 
when you try to sit your child down <laughs> and teach them about the birds and the bees, right. and you're real awkward about it. That's the vibes I got from that. Yeah, it's yeah like Tampa Bay is known for that. Do. Tampa is known. We ju- we just gonna keep our eyes wide shut on that on that issue. <laughs> oh, I did hear Tampa was very up there with STDs. So yeah. Yeah, what's that I, neighborhood up, up there? Is it up in, uh, oh, where is it up north? It's sort of outside of Gainesville, the, uh, the capital of the world of uh, STDs. Ew. Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, oh, Jesus, I can't remember the name. No, I'm definitely staying indoors. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Oh, the village, the villages. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's, that it's, sounds it's, like a cult. Like, what is that? The villagers. Like yeah, it's a it's retirement. Like, yeah, the retirement oh. areas. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Ew, those wait, old people wait. are having sex. Ew. Yep. Oh, wait. What's that noise? That's somebody's vibrator. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, we gotta wa- we gotta make sure I wa- you know gotta make sure we wash it too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, somebody put a post-it on YouTube, a vibrating sound. So, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Like, so if you I act- feel like we just glossed over the whole retirement. Let's just go back to that. Yeah, hey, we did. We did. Uh, yes. Wait, right. the, the old people are, are fucking, like, crazy? What is yeah. happening? Yeah, the villages. It's it's up in the uh, North Florida area. Uh, let's see here. Let me let me get a news story or something like that. Before. I'm gonna throw up real quick. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I just I thought like once you turn a certain age, like your libido goes down, but I guess they're all in Viagra or something. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Or they're just bored. I don't know. It's just no. I don't wanna. Okay. I found something here. Okay. I googled oh, just so I googled it. It's from the villagesnews.com. So I haven't read it yet. So the villages one oh one. What is the truth by the urban legend of STDs in the villages? All right. Uh, I'll just sounds like a scary movie. <laughs> it does. Like freaking Freddy Krueger is gonna come out anytime now. <laughs> So the primary care physician in the community ties the village's brass that did the part to kill the urban myth about the rampant STDs in the mega retirement community. He was quoted saying that neither nor his colleagues had seen any kind of increases of STDs of 5,000 patients that nearly treated. Okay, maybe, maybe it was an urban legend, but it's from the village's news, so I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to, like, uh, steer people to come to the villages and live there and you don't get an STD, but I that heard some... That still sounds like a cult. Yeah. It, even with that scary. description, it sounds even more... <laughs> the urban legend plus the villages plus the old people plus You're going to join... If there's a leader with long hair <laughs> and he's telling you to join, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, come so move to the village. Come move to the villages. Real estate's dirt cheap. STD at no charge. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna. Uh, I'll stay here. Yeah, I'll stay here for now. But pretty interesting. Hey, but you know what? You're gonna, you're old and you're retired, and you know, I, you don't have much more to live. Maybe they don't care. I don't you don't know. Have much more. <laughs> they don't care if they get STDs. They're, they're not gonna live too much longer. But. Ew. <laughs> 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 All right. This is just upsetting. On that note, what else do we have before we close down the show? 
anything. Anybody anything, yeah. anything? Yeah, I know. We're at an hour fifteen hour eighteen minutes right now. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking through. I don't I think we covered everything that we all wanted to talk about. I mean <laughs> but Donald Trump and This was a good show. Good show, yeah, guys. Donald Trump and old people. Yes. <laughs> That's a great yeah. sum up. Maybe Donald Trump can go to the villages. Yes. Oh, no, that's not an image we want. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is the villager. He is. He's probably the leader. You're right. Oh, my God. Confirmed. He's the leader. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right, Donald, All right. you want to close out the show? All right. Thank you so much to our guests today um, for their insights and, and their information and their testimonies. Uh, we hope that you get something from it. Uh, we had a guest on here today who survived COVID-19 and another guest who was part of the front lines in the epicenter of New York. So we want to thank them for their contributions to the show. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. And again, if you have any comments, good or bad, make sure you hit the comment button. And if you like the show, make sure you hit that thumbs button and the subscribe button too. Tea time with the blade team where we cut out the bullshit. So on that note, guys, thank y'all for coming out. My co-host. AJ, Laura, Elisa, and Max especially. Hey, we're going to see you guys next week. Thank you. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you soon. All Bye -bye. right. Yes, Blade. thank you, guys. Play crew, out of here. Make sure you wash your vibrators. <laughs>